0: So, Brian and Rachel planted a church down in Seabrook, which is down near Houston, Texas. I grew up in Dallas, Texas. So, tell us a little bit more about that adventure. Um, Yeah. So, um, a little history of our church, One Life Church. We were a plant from Southlands Church in Southern California. And eight years ago, we moved to Houston, Texas. We were a parachute plant, didn't know anybody, uh, had a team of 12 adults. And none of them were Houstonian, and we had 24 kids, and we really thought that we were going to go into the context. Everybody was going to think we're amazing, and our church was going to explode. It didn't happen that way for us. Uh, It was a lot of long, hard years of slow growth and uh, building and gaining credibility within the community, and it took a long time. Um, But uh, uh, in February, we launched our second congregation, and um, how that happened and how that kind of came about, uh, let me just tell you kind of the story, because we were a church, um, before we launched, we were probably like 300 and 50 adults on a Sunday. So a typical a church that size doesn't usually start a new congregation. Um, usually larger churches do. Um, the reason why we were so compelled to see a new congregation started in Seabrook is many reasons. One, uh, there was a lack of gospel-centered churches within this specific context. Uh, the second reason was we started in this Uh, specific city, Seabrook, and um, most of the people that were with us initially and had been with us the longest and uh, are kind of our highest capacity people still lived in Seabrook. So we had this huge amount of people, 60, 70 adults uh, living in Seabrook for the course of the last eight years of, of planning our church. Um, so, in as we prayed as an eldership team, we were compelled. We felt like uh, God was in it. We didn't have all the details uh, uh, arranged or uh, questions answered, um, but we felt God called us to do it. So, uh, when we launched in February um, there was about uh, 60 adults that went with us many people were taken out I mean people sick and people having job issues I mean it was brutal and it was a reminder for us that church planning is brutal and oftentimes when churches are starting uh, the the enemy's attack on new churches is real and tremendous and um, but when we launched, uh, about 120 adults showed up, and we're averaging about 120 adults, which is amazing. Uh, we're, we're incredibly encouraged by that. So let me just tell you a couple of our learnings. Um, when we initially started, we kind of had this charismatic kind of big faith thing, you know. You want to go big or go home. It's all about numbers, and we're going to be a church that's going to impact this whole region. Well, the problem was our, our region was a half a million people. And a half a million people, and there was like 12 of us, but we were going to reach them and make a major impact. And so our building is, is smack in the middle of this half a million people. And so, um, man, we, we came to a realization, this is not the most effective way to reach our area. And we came, became uh, convinced, and this was over the last eight years, that the most effective way to reach is to go small, to, to focus actually expands. Instead of reaching, a, trying to reach a half a million people, hey, let's take a group of you know, 50 to 100 people and focus on a smaller geographic boundary that they're living in, they're working in, and they're doing life in and, and, and impact them. So uh, Seabrook is 18,000 people. We have 60 people there. And uh, people that were there for all living there for at least seven plus years. so these people are doing life there. Uh, they're making friends there uh, their their whole social circle and acquaintances are all in Seabrook. and so planting we when we planted in February, we immediately had momentum and credibility within. Uh, the community, which is just like strikingly different from parachute planting. We're never going to parachute plant again. That was horrible. And God did some awesome things in our lives. But And, and God proved faithful. But we are committed to the Bay Area of Houston. And we're going to continue to identify small geographic boundaries that we're going to be uh, focused on. Uh, to reach through a community of believers that are on mission to reach those people. So uh, one of the big learnings, uh, one of the things that we're enjoying about this is we actually live in Seabrook. And so for Rachel and I to actually uh, be like uh, really engaged with our neighbors and baseball families and CrossFitters within our community has been such, so uh, fun for us. I'll let Rachel talk about that. Um,
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just want to say the three major things that impacted me. (laughs) I don't know what you you want me to say, but (laughs) I have my own agenda. (laughs) I have a picture. (laughs) I'm going to keep it to myself, though. (laughs) It's naughty. Um, No, three things that impacted me with with um, starting Seabrook or just church planning in itself is um, seeing God in such beautiful ways in my most painful, difficult times. God showed himself so magnificent, so beautiful, so real and these beautiful gems that I have for the rest of my life. I'm so grateful. Um, It is incredibly painful It is incredibly difficult, but God just keeps reminding me, and reminded me from the beginning that it's such a privilege. And um, when we went into Seabrook and we started ministering, and see, you know, um, we we joined our local CrossFit, and we were in all of these non-Christians' worlds, and to see the pain and the heartache and the devastation, and then to see them come into the church and to see marriages healed, people saved, you go, whoa, what a privilege! Yes, there's a huge cost, and and We know that, but the amazing privilege, and when you're caught up in the cost of it, you want to say, Jesus, remind us of what the beautiful privilege of being in our city, of loving our our city, impacting our city, and seeing people saved and restored and healed. Um, It's an amazing thing, so.
0: Cool. So, here's the advice for those that are wanting to plant. A church. So if you have a whole bunch of people and a whole bunch of money, that is awesome, good for you. This isn't for you. Um, (laughs) But if you're planning a church and you are trusting God for finances and you have a small team, that's awesome. God can do incredible things through you. But don't focus on a whole city, focus on a neighborhood and determine that every man, woman, and child in this neighborhood is going to have repeat opportunities to hear the gospel. And serve them and love them. And as you impact your neighborhood, then expand to the next neighborhood. It's just way more effective. So we're enjoying uh, kind of reaping the harvest of seven years of investing into relationships with our neighbors, with yeah. baseball families, with CrossFitters. Uh, one of the people that helped us start our uh Uh, Church plant in Seabrook was a guy that came to our church and kind of found God again um, and and kind of their marriage got restored and uh, the CrossFit gym that we were connected to closed down. Well, see, he was so gutted by it because he loved his Seabrook, he loved his city, and he was experiencing community, and he was, and he saw the, the benefit of people connecting in community. That he started his own CrossFit, and now we have half of the people in this CrossFit gym, uh, part of our church, on mission, reaching all these other people. Uh, so it's 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 a community reaching the community, which is just awesome. So. Well done,